0: Welcome to another special installment of the Dispatches, powered by Righteous Media. I'm your host, Paul Rykoff. Just when you think things can't shock you anymore, politics in America finds a way. We now all know about QAnon, and we're learning more and more about the role that it and they played in the January 6th terrorist attack on our capital. And over the next few weeks, As the second impeachment trial of Donald Trump unfolds, we'll all learn more about the conspirators, ringleaders, supporters, traitors who made it all possible and who are still conspiring right now. Many in the shadows of the Internet and in the shadows of our society. But some are doing it right out in the open. Marjorie Taylor Greene is a United States representative for Georgia's 14th Congressional District. She was elected this fall and sworn in last month. And before, during, and after, she's been pushing damaging, dangerous, shocking conspiracy theories. And she's the poster child for the QAnon movement. And she's a member of Congress. Video emerged this week from 2019, showing Marjorie Taylor Greene harassing, stalking, and menacing a Parkland survivor, 17-year-old David Hogg. Marjorie Taylor Greene chases him down the street in Washington, hurling insults, badgering him, menacing him. Hogg was in Washington to lobby for gun control measures. And in the video, Greene, who wasn't yet an elected official, is berating him telling him that she has a concealed carry permit. Hogg ignores her and keeps walking, and she calls him a coward. She calls the teenage survivor of the Parkland shooting a coward and tells him she has a gun, following him through the streets of Washington. Hogg's not a coward. He's a hero. And at the time, he was a child, He's not a coward, but Marjorie Taylor Greene is a coward, and she's more than that. She's an enemy of the people. She's a threat to our leadership in Washington and to our national security and to you. She's a pied piper to tens of thousands of people all across the country, maybe hundreds of thousands, maybe millions who seek to deny the truth and potentially attempt to overthrow our government or just assassinate a leader or two. Don't just dismiss her as crazy. Because crazy can kill. Crazy can take over the Capitol. Crazy can get elected president. Crazy is not going away. And crazy can often mask the real threats that are far less crazy and far more cunning. What I consider a new American insurgency is now out in the open and likely growing. Growing thanks to calls for attack by Donald Trump, fueled by calls from his enablers like Rudy Giuliani and propelled thanks to rising stars of this insurgency like Marjorie Taylor Greene. She's not the last crazy dying gasp of a desperate group of people. She's leading the next wave. Think about this. Black Lives Matter changed the face of America over the last year. But the movement has yet to directly elect a single representative to Congress. But QAnon has. Think about that. QAnon is sending a person to Congress. QAnon sending a person to Congress is like the Nazis or ISIS sending a leader to Congress. And this is very real. We are now a country at war. America is at war with domestic terrorists. We're at war with ourselves. We're also still at war with coronavirus. We're still at war with a racist legacy. And we're still at war with a former president who's about to be put on trial. In 2021, America is at war with ourselves, and I'm going to continue to bring you dispatches like this to help you break it down. If you're new here, the Dispatches are a quick hit series of breaking news podcasts hosted by me that gives you information, analysis, and perspective you need to protect yourself and the people you care about and stay ahead of the curve, and we're going to continue to bring you the five eyes that defined angry Americans and everything we do at Righteous Media independence, integrity, information, inspiration, and impact. And this special dispatch features an urgent conversation with a leader who's fighting a fight that shouldn't have to be fought. Fred Gutenberg is a hero and a helper. I say all the time, look for the helpers. Well, Fred wrote a book called Find the Helpers. He joined us back in episode 75 of Angry Americans in August of last year. Check it out if you haven't before and he's back. If anybody has a right to be angry, it's Fred Gutenberg. He suffered an unimaginable loss when his 14-year-old daughter, Jamie, was murdered at Parkland. She was a student at Florida's Stoneman Douglas High School. Despite his unimaginable pain, Fred emerged the very next day, three years ago this month, and he spoke at a vigil addressing his community. It got carried nationally and the entire country was captivated by what he said. And he hasn't stopped fighting since. Fred and his wife Jennifer now focus on challenging elected officials to do more. They started a nonprofit organization dedicated to Jamie's memory called Orange Ribbons for Jamie. And he's been a regular on TV news programs and a myriad of online and print media. He has a new book and a new mission, and now a new focus. And today... He was a part of a team that introduced legislation to fight lies and to stop Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene. He's leading our fight for the soul of America, and he's leading a fight against America's domestic enemies. What's it like to have a member of Congress call the murder of your daughter a lie? What's it like to watch the leadership of an entire party in this country turn a blind eye to it? How can people like us help him fight back? You're going to find out. It's a time to stay vigilant, people. Most of the American media is looking on the surface and looking back. And again, in this episode of The Dispatches, we're going deeper and we're looking forward. The war is on and America is the battlefield. But we're all in this together and we will make it through. If we stay informed, if we stay connected, and if we stay vigilant. This is your update. This is The Dispatches. And now our conversation with a true hero, Fred Gutenberg. Ladies and gentlemen, angry, independent, tenacious, vigilant Americans around the country and around the world. These are interesting times we're living in, crazy times we're living in, and I want to continue to bring you conversations with folks that are deep in the most important issues happening in this country, and you may remember our friend Fred Gutenberg from the summer. It was the end of August. We had him on Angry Americans, and I'm very, very happy, uh, but also frustrated that we have to bring him back for reasons that will become quite apparent if you don't know already, but I am very pleased to welcome to the dispatches and back to Righteous Media my friend, uh, a true hero, the great and powerful Fred Gutenberg. Welcome back, my friend. What's going
1: on, Paul? How are you?
0: Uh, you know, I'm I'm uh, I'm better than our country right now. I think uh, I'm going to tell people who may be listening. I'm in my car uh, <laughs> using the Wi-Fi in my car because we're under a foot of snow and the power just went out. 15 minutes before we were scheduled to do this interview. And I didn't want to cancel on you. It's such an urgent conversation. So I hope folks will roll with our technical difficulties. Well, no
1: matter where you are, you look fabulous. So
0: You look fabulous too. Your book is now out. People can can check out, find the helpers anywhere they get their books. But let, let's get right into it. Um, yeah. Marjorie Taylor Greene is now a member of Congress uh, and from Georgia. Uh, you are leading an effort uh, to 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 combat what I think is the scourge that is her and other people like her on our democracy. This is a woman who says Parkland didn't happen. Says that a plane didn't hit the Pentagon. You lost your daughter, Jamie, at Parkland. Uh, the anniversary will be two weeks yeah. from today. I think. Yeah, yeah um, correct. Fred, what 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 do you think people in America most
1: need to know about this situation right now? So she is a. Representative from Georgia, who was elected by her district, but she serves the country. And she is a denier of facts. She denies the facts around Parkland. She denies the facts around Sandy Hook. She denies the facts around Las Vegas. And she denies the facts around 9 11. But to go a step further, she has created alternative scenarios, conspiracies around each of those things. Here's the problem she represents the country now. The Republicans have put her on committees like the Education Committee. This woman has no place in our government. And listen, I love the name of your show, Angry Americans, because it's about Americans, not Republicans, not Democrats. I remember not long ago when there was a different version of the Republican Party who would have been horrified by her, who would have said not in our party, who would have said Okay. We have certain principles. We stand for things. This person is not one of us. Not this version of the Republican Party. This version of the Republican Party is so weak that they are so afraid that they could be primaried, that they refuse to stand up for anything and they will let anything go. And so for me, the, the the effort around Marjorie Taylor Greene, I don't care about her. She's irrelevant. She's one person. But the party has now owned the lie. The party has now owned the conspiracy. There is no Republican Party anymore. We need a two-party system in this country. We don't have one at the moment.
0: So, Fred, a lot of well-known politicians have not denounced her, have not denounced yep. her remarks. Um, you know, if you said this in any other place of employment uh, and harass people like David Hogg and others that the video is now everywhere, you'd be fired from your job. Right. If you were a federal employee anywhere else, you'd be fired from your job immediately. Uh, and for, for making direct threats to elected leaders,
1: to other people. A bullet in Speaker Pelosi's head, she says.
0: Yeah. So. Uh, How is this possible? Like, how is it possible in your view? I get that the Republican Party has allowed her. Why does this not violate ethics within Congress to have her immediately removed based on basically breaking ethics
1: rules? So it's a great question. Um, And maybe it does. And maybe in time we'll find out what ought to happen is the Republicans ought to join the Democrats to expel her because it requires two thirds. But they won't. So, there will be a censure effort, and there will be also an effort to strip her of all committee assignments that's gonna happen on uh, Wednesday. That will succeed, because it only requires a majority of the party. So, she will be stripped of, she'll be neutered. You know, but the thing is, her statements, it's not just about, you said, being on a job, you'd be fired, you know, you'd be committed. She's not only said that, what happened to my family is not true. She has said because of my last name, Gutenberg that I am in possession of a laser that starts forest fires in California. You know, I mean, the insanity of this person is astounding, but the inability of the party to say, we don't want this is even more astounding.
0: Fred, can I ask you, you know, for some people, this just seems like politics, but I view it As a personal attack on people that I know, like you, I consider you a friend. I have infinite respect for the work that you do. And what I am worried about is how she, she is one person, but she empowers the harassment of you right? You lost your daughter, your beautiful daughter. You, you've been on a quest to provide safety for kids like mine and so many others. This is a person who represents a crew of people who've been harassing you and yes. Sandy Hook families for for years, right? Since this happened. So can you can you personify this
1: like personal? No, listen, the lies matter. Yeah. They're not insignificant. We can't blow them off. If, if January 6th taught this country anything, Letting a lie go unchecked has consequences. The lies matter. You know, Sandy Hook has been dealing with these liars now for years. One of the Sandy Hook parents has already committed suicide. These lies matter. And how it is that the elected, I can't call them leaders, they're not, they're weak. These people, they're so determined to hold on to a position that they forgot that they represent the country. The lies matter. And the party that should be dealing with this is the party that she is a part of, not the other party. It used to be parties took care of their own, you know, when things like this came up. You know, Paul, you served in the military. You know as well as I do Amongst the two parties, the one that owned the patriotism mantle used to be the Republicans. They won't stand up for our democracy anymore. They are willing to let these lies live and to see democracy get shredded because democracy requires, we rely on facts. They are willing to let this happen. They have lost the ability to be patriotic They they can't say they care about this country anymore, the way they're behaving.
0: Can I ask you, you know, I can't imagine losing a child. You've been through unimaginable pain. You've been through this uh, incredibly awful journey. When you when you lost your daughter, did you ever think that you and the other families would need essentially security details to protect you from crazy people who said that this, I mean, this doesn't happen. Alex Jones, all these other people that are out there, they've created a culture of people who harass you, who endanger your personal safety, the safety of the rest of your family. Like, can you, can you just take us through like what that's been like for some of these families? Cause I don't think folks who've been following, who haven't been following
1: it really appreciate how menacing it's been. Listen, there are depraved people in this country. The good news is, and I believe this firmly, almost everyone I've met, the majority of people across this country are amazing. They're decent. They're good. You're an example. It it is the truth is the majority of Americans who I meet mean well. They they have lifted me. They give me strength. But there is this subset. There is this really ugly minority of people who, who are professional harassers, whose existence depends upon twisting reality, you know, and, and they used to be, listen, we all used to look at them and, be, and understand who they were and how twisted they were. And everybody used to be able to call them out and say, this isn't normal. And now you have a party that won't. Now you have a party that has embraced the evil that these people bring. It's real. You know, what you saw January 6th wasn't shocking to me because we've been dealing with these people for years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They mean what they say, you know. And, um, you know, Paul, I I was in a recording session the afternoon of January sixth, um, I was for for a uh, documentary. I was walled off from the world. I had no idea what was happening in Washington D.C. when it was happening. The thing, the reason I'm telling you this is, I was talking about this question about the gun lobby, about the effect on culture and the effect on on our reality, and how I feared. That this, these people who have lived in, in the uh, subset, who have lived, you know, kind of hidden for so long, that they're now feeling free to come out of the woodwork. And yeah. that something terrible is going to happen before the transition is over. And I'm telling all of this in this interview, not having any idea what was happening that afternoon. Because those of us who have been around this now for a few years, we, we knew. It is time for this country to pay attention. It looks like the Democratic Party is paying attention. It is time for the Republicans to act like patriots. Tell us what your different approach is to deal with it. I can live with that. Mm. Tell us your different approach. Tell us from your Republican ideals how you want to handle it. But tell us you want to handle it. Mm.
0: Hey, Fred, you, you were part of a group that introduced legislation today. Uh, you've been making the rounds and I'm glad that folks are, or it was funny when your book was coming out, you know, I was hoping that folks would listen to you. And then I think we may have had this conversation offline. I was like, you know what, unfortunately something's going to happen. That's going to bring you back in the news. And I couldn't have imagined it would be this. I can't imagine what's to come. But your voice continues. I'm I'm happy to see to grow in power and influence. And people are listening to you. Your book has had a real impact, the conversation you've had with me and others. But can you talk specifically about the legislation that you were a part of today and what it's intended to do?
1: You're talking in relation to Marjorie Taylor? Yes, yes. Uh, Well, it is to remove her of committee assignments. Uh, It's to neuter her. You know, um, the reality is she won't be expelled because that requires, um, courage of the other side and they don't have it at this moment. Um, but you can make her existence in the Congress meaningless. Um, you know, all she'll really be able to do is she'll be able to take four votes. Um, she'll be able to go and dabble in her conspiracy theories on her computer, um, but she won't have any effect on legislation. Mm -hmm. Um, She won't have any effect on anything meaningful happening. Um, She won't be able to serve her district the way that a typical representative will. Um, She doesn't belong there. This is something that the Republican Party is going to ultimately have to deal with.
0: And everybody in Congress, we would hope would sign on to this, but what's it look like so far?
1: Well, Listen, you'll have the majority sign on to it. And that's all that's any, required. Have any, to Repu- have
0: any Republicans signed on or committed to sign on? I guess
1: we'll see Wednesday. I, I have to hope somewhere in that mix um, uh, that there are some who will. In fact, I'm confident of it. There's a, I can't think of his last name out of Chicago. Adam um, Kenzinger. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, he's a guy who I think could, yeah. um, but and there have to be other Liz, I think Liz Cheney would, mm-hmm. because and listen, in a million years, I never thought I'd tell you I am aligned with Liz Cheney because <laughs> politically we're not. But that's the way our government used to work. It's okay to not be politically aligned, mm. and yet I tell you she's heroic. Adam has been heroic. And I suspect they would sign on to this and that there will be others, um, but not a majority of the Republicans. No, it'll be a very small minority.
0: I wish uh, I wish you could move. Oh, there goes my this is this is real time independent media. I'm going to try to get the Wi-Fi back up in the car here as we continue to have a conversation. But thanks for bearing with me. <laughs> We're connected. I mean, I'm hearing you. you know, OK, good. You see, the lights are going out. There's there's a foot of snow outside, but I, I was not going to. I was not going to give you any excuses about why we couldn't pull this off and your time is valuable. Let me, so
1: let me, Hey man, let me, you're a trooper. You,
0: <laughs> let me ask you this, Fred. Uh, I wish you could move to Georgia and run against her. Um, uh, maybe that's, that's uh, not in the cards, but, um, I, as, as you continue to, to, uh, get support. And I think that's the upside here is that we always say, look for the helpers. You're one of the helpers that inspire people that motivate people. I you. Um, the, You know, the the date of Parkland, I don't want to call it an anniversary. I don't know what what you call it. I call it a remembrance. So thank you for for helping us frame that, right? So the remembrance is coming up in in just two weeks. What do you want people to remember on, on that day and around this time? And maybe more importantly,
1: what do you want them to do? I want them to remember my daughter, Jamie. That's her behind me. I want them to remember the 16 others. I also want them to remember... It wasn't just the 17. There were 17 injured. And when you look beyond that to all the families that have had ongoing mental health effects who have been traumatized, I want them to remember the reality of the impact of gun violence. And I want them to use their voices. I want them to stop being afraid to speak up and speak out. I I want them to vote. You know... We Americans have done an awful job of voting for too many years. And I don't mean voting for the wrong people. I mean, too many of us started to think our votes don't matter. So we stopped voting. Mm. Not enough of us have voted. We've been terrible voters. We need to get off our asses and we need to vote. When we vote, we can make a difference. Our voice matters. So. If, if you don't think this can't happen to you, it can be a part of making the future better for yourselves and your kids.
0: Well, I am infinitely grateful for all you're doing to make the future better for everyone's kids. Um, you are the definition of a hero in my book. Um, anybody who's, who's dragging thinking, you know, they can't move forward another day is, it can look to you for inspiration. And I think people need that in times like this and beyond all the recommendations that you've put forward, I hope people just have your back. You know, you're out there in the arena. You didn't have to do this. You could have gone quietly and mourned with your family and done something else. But every time you tell Jamie's story, every time you tell your story, it hurts. I know that, but you're doing that for us and and i'm grateful for it and i want everybody to be grateful for it i want everybody to have your back because you represent the best of what this country is all about man And i'm honored to know you and i'll continue to do all i can to to add some volume to
1: everything you're doing thanks my friend
0: we love you man keep giving them hell and uh and and next time maybe we'll be together in person and we'll have a drink and talk cars i'm I'm holding you to that (laughs) all right my friend thank you keep after him stay vigilant take care That was some intense stuff, and this is an intense time. And depending on where you live, maybe you're like me, buried in a foot of snow right now. But again, and always, it's a time to keep breathing, people. Take a big, deep breath. Come on, do it with me. Whew. That's right. Keep breathing. Keep your cool. Stay frosty. Even in the middle of a snow apocalypse.
1: Come to decide that the things that I tried will my life is to get high on. When I sit alone, come get a little known, but I need more than myself this time.
0: Yeah, we have a new president and new Congress and a new Senate. But some of our issues are far from new and some issues are only intensifying. An insurgency tried to take out our Capitol. And some in Congress now just want to move on. Meanwhile, the FBI continues to make arrests nationwide. And the pandemic is taking more lives than ever. My son's school has been shut down since November and was supposed to finally reopen today. And now we have two feet of snow. But we're making the most of it. And that's what this time in America is really all about. Making the most of it. That's what the conversation with Fred should remind us all to do. Appreciate every moment you have with the ones you love. Because you never know what tomorrow can bring. And even if it brings the unthinkable, and even after unimaginable loss, you can find a way forward. There is still purpose, there is still a way to carry on if you make the most of it. Even when the weather is cold, the lights are out, and the snow's piling up. As the snow and the challenges and the adversity pile up this winter, America must continue to adapt, improvise, and overcome. Just like this podcast will, and everything we do at Righteous Media. If that means doing it from my car with no power, we'll do that. And I hope you'll continue to support the movement. If you joined us way back in episode one of Angry Americans, or you joined us in this episode of The Dispatch with Fred, or you joined us anywhere in between, We're all on this journey together. Righteous Media has always been about making positive change and uniting a community of Americans around the Five Eyes, the core principles that define our work so far and define everything we'll do in the critical days ahead. Independence, integrity, information, inspiration, and impact. And now, more than ever, the colder it gets, the cooler we've got to be. America needs cool heads and unity and positivity. That's another lesson that Fred shared with us. Times can get hard, but we'll get through it and do lots of good along the way and maybe help you feel just a little bit better in your journey through this long, hard winter. Wherever you are, whoever you are, please continue to increase the peace. Bring light whenever you can to contrast the heat. Fight the stupid. Look out for others and look for the helpers.
1: Always look for the helpers. There will always be helpers, you know, even just on the sidelines, because if you look for the helpers, you'll know that there's hope.
0: There are lots of helpers out there, especially right now. Here in New York, as I record this, there's a state of emergency across the entire state. But there are first responders out there right now in two feet of snow. Doctors and nurses are fighting the good fight inside the hospitals. There are ambulances making runs, and there are men and women plowing the roads. My brother used to drive a plow for a little bit, and many of my friends that I grew up with have driven a plow. It's hard work, important work, and every time the plow comes by my house, my two little boys cheer. The plow is their favorite thing to see. It's strong and resilient and coming through no matter what. The plow is their single favorite thing, even more than the trash trucks. And in places like New York City, the sanitation trucks are also the plows, which is like a double whammy of awesomeness for young kids. But these folks are out there, making it happen. While many of us are home and warm, they're out there. There are many kinds of helpers, and they all have my thanks, especially in times like these. And my thanks to all the helpers that made this episode possible, especially our courageous guest, Fred Gutenberg. Follow him on Twitter and go check out orangeribbonsforjamie.org, the nonprofit that he started with his wife. It's orangeribbonsforjamie.org. Be sure to get his book and share it. Find the helpers. If you want to find a way to reflect on the tragic anniversary of Parkland, get his book, find the helpers, and get a couple copies for your friends. You can share information. You could spread light to contrast the heat and you can make a difference. Fred is a helper. He makes our country better, and I'm thankful for his work, for his friendship, and for his example. And if you want to continue to support his fight and to fight the lies of Marjorie Taylor Greene and to get her out of Congress, you can help. Text RESIGN to 954-954. That's RESIGN to 954-954. You can join the petition for March of Our Lives to demand that she steps down. And if she won't step down, you can be a part of the team pressuring leadership to remove her. It's just one way you can be a helper. But my thanks to Fred for all he does. And my thanks to our fearless Patreon members. You continue to support this movement and support everything we're doing at Righteous Media. Every little bit counts. I want to thank Ozzy, who just became a Patreon. She only listed one name. Ozzy, thank you for being a Patreon member. You can join Ozzy and a really motivated, dynamic crew of people if you join our community. You can look for Angry Americans on Patreon. You can chip in five bucks and help us keep these dispatches coming. We'll also have upcoming events online and some special surprises throughout the winter and into the spring. So join us and you'll get a behind-the-scenes look at this episode and every episode coming up. And if you like this episode, please go to the Apple Podcast Store and give us five stars. Help us get ahead in the podcast rankings ahead of Dan Bongino and Ben Shapiro, and be sure to subscribe for free and share. You can visit us on social media, and you can also check out thedispatches.us, where you can see all our recent episodes, you can listen to them, and you can check out video of this episode with Fred and all the others. We've got video of every conversation we've had, or you can go to the Righteous Media YouTube page, which is also kick-ass, has lots of great video content, and interviews all the way back to our very first episode. And speaking of which, I will have a new Angry American show for you on Thursday, and it will be our 100th episode. So watch out for that. Watch out for us on social media, and you can sign up for our newsletter at angryamericans.us. It's just another way you can be a helper. And my thanks to the helpers at Righteous Media, the dynamic team there, creative Chris Rosenthal, mighty Mercy Rich, and brilliant Bill Schultz. Massive thanks to my wife and two boys. And snow is much more fun with kids. They remind you that there are lots of simple things worth celebrating. We got to look for the beauty. It's out there, even in the hardest times. Sometimes most strikingly in the hardest times. Winter is hard in many parts of this country. But it's also a time of beauty. And it helps us appreciate the spring and the summer that much more. And spring will come, so hang in there. And the vaccine is coming, so hang in there, people. And here at Righteous Media, we'll continue to adapt, improvise, and overcome. And after the election, and after inauguration, and deep into the winter, it's still okay to be angry. Especially now, as Fred shared, but it's not enough anymore. The cover of where so wide we need much more from each other, from our leaders, and from ourselves. But in these tough months, no, you are not alone. We're all paying attention, and we're all in this together. We all need to stay focused, fight the hate, and fight the lies. It's not a one-time event. It's our new normal, and we need every single one of us to fight it. If we stick together and stay focused, we'll make it through the snowpocalypse, Snowtorious B.I.G., and any other storm that comes our way. I'm your host, Paul Rykoff. Thanks for listening. And even if the snow's piling up, stay vigilant, America.